Ian Mayo of Venture Productions. He'd like to involve you. Involve me? I didn't like the sound of this. The address on the card said Burbank, California, meaning Hollywood had come calling. If they had my so-called bio, they probably knew that Yellow Rose Investigations didn't pay my rent. My inheritance did. Our adoptive father left my twin sister, Kate, and me buckets of money when he died. They no doubt knew plenty more about me, while I knew nothing about them. I definitely needed to find out what this was about, and quick. But again, before I could speak, Chelsea said, Listen, Abby, if you won't let us in, could I please have a paper towel before this sweat dripping from my scalp ruins my makeup? I widened the door. Wouldn't want Chelsea Birch melting like a theatrical witch. Do me a favor and keep your finger off that record button, Stu, I said. He nodded his agreement. Air conditioning is a powerful weapon. And I led them past my office, where I'd been finishing up the paperwork on my last case. Chelsea glanced around my living room. This is cute. My living room is far from cute. Messy, eclectic, and coated with cat hair, maybe. Not cute. The vanilla candle burning on the table by the sofa used to be cute, but was now a smoldering glob of wax. Smelled good, though. Chelsea moved aside this morning's Houston Chronicle and sat down on the sofa, her blonde hair had gone limp from the humidity and hung around her face in thick, product-laden chunks. She wore an embroidered peasant shirt with long sleeves and stretched denim jeans. Not exactly the best wardrobe choice for today. Then I noticed the cowboy boots, baby blue and powder pink. You like? She smiled and held up one foot. Boots are so hot right now. Literally, I said under my breath. When it's this warm, you see girls wearing boots in western dance clubs only in the evening. And those would be real boots. Boots that do not look like they were first worn by some gaunt runway model at a Paris fashion show. What production brings you to Houston? I asked. Reality check. You've heard of it, right? Chelsea said. I think so. I noticed Stu had set the camera on the wood floor and was perspiring heavily. He, too, had chosen to wear blue jeans. I offered him water. Oh, me too, Chelsea said. What brand do you have? T-A-P, I spelled. Funny, she said. No bottled? I have Dr. Pepper in a bottle, Diet Coke in a can, and water from the fridge door. Take your pick. Just water, thanks. Bitchy edge in her voice. Clearly, my Hollywood producer didn't like the beverage selection in my home. I caught Stu's eye roll as I left to get them their water. He had her number, too. The trip to the kitchen gave me time to rack my brain regarding Reality Check, the television show she'd mentioned. As I held glasses under the ice maker... I remembered they did home makeovers and cosmetic surgeries, gave scholarships, sent people on luxury vacations. 
Then I could hear the commercial's voiceover in my head. Reality Check, the lifestyle makeover show. Turning American dreams into the real thing. What the hell did a show like that want with me? When I returned and handed them their glasses, Stu was sitting cross-legged on the oriental rug with my cat, Diva, in his lap. Chelsea had apparently rediscovered her California dreamin' attitude, because her tone was pleasant when she said, Our research assistant learned about you through the local media, Abby. She said you arranged this wonderful reunion for a college basketball player. He was adopted and hired you to locate his birth family, right? Yes. I sat in one of the armchairs, thinking, that's how these people found me. Several years ago, after learning that my daddy had illegally adopted Kate and...